Hey, it's Friday, 206 on the 63010 Afternoon News. Jay Lynn and uh, Andrew Gross. Well, I was going to say that, of course. Yes. But I was I, I was going to say, but uh, like a one eyed seeing Andrew no, Gross. No, I'm a, I'm a no eyed seeing Andrew Gross. Um, I, I've just had such an interesting 24 hours. What interesting. Happened? Well, I, I did a show last night uh, out at the Marriott River Cree. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't often do this, but I, I just want to take a second, and, and my hat is off to uh, Bob Chapman at uh, at Bumper to Bumper. He he was the one who organized it. Yeah, It was nice. a private event. Nice. But it was just really great, as I've often said, to see someone who's really invested in the success of a show. It was good sound, good lights, good introduction. Didn't start until everyone was finished eating. It was just, he set me up for success last night, so... Uh, however, the, the, and the show went well, but, I, but I'll take my hat off to Bob and say that the, most of the credit goes to him for just providing me with a, yeah, a great venue. A great venue. Uh, well, here's the deal. I, I just had a nightmare last night. I was tossing and turning. I had the appointment this morning with the eye doctor, the surgeon about my other eye, my cataract eye. And, and I just got dreaming about that first surgery. And, and uh, you know, I don't want to creep anyone out. It, it's just I've had tons of surgeries. I've had bones screwed back together over the years, but nothing's quite like that cataract surgery that I had, where, given that you have to keep your eyes open, um, you know, they're they're frozen. There's you're, you're given you know something to calm your mm, nerves, but not enough. Right. There's no getting around the fact you have to keep your eyes open. So as a result, you see basically a scalpel coming towards your eyeball and it's just a vision that i've had a hard time getting out of my head um had the appointment this morning so naturally it was on my mind so i got thinking about it i went in this morning and did the two-hour appointment because and it just takes that long because they give you drops and they have to wait 20 to 30 minutes for the drops to take effect and by the time they were done i was blind and and that's that's pretty it's just so much light your your pupils are so dilated (laughs) Everything's just so bright, you can't see anything. Well, you were texting me, and you could barely text. Oh, I mean, I was just relying on voice to text, and, (laughs) you know, I could see little red squiggles. I knew that I'd made mistakes somewhere, but I assumed that you'd be able to decipher the text. But uh, in the end, um, when you're done and they've decided that you have the surgery uh, in your future, which I do, to get my other eye done, um, they put you with with a scheduler. And so I sat down and she just said, okay, well, when would you like to do this? And I said, well, sooner is always better than later. And she said, how about Tuesday? We've had a cancellation. <laughs> and I just wasn't expecting that. So I've got I've to scramble a little bit because I've got to start the drops that you have to take pre-surgery. Mm-hmm. I have to start those tonight. So off to the pharmacy with the prescription. But I also need a physical. Um, and it doesn't have to be a full physical, just a cough and hold your breath. I don't know what they do in physicals. I'm very fortunate to have a friend who is a doctor, Dr. Tony, who happens to be in Edmonton doing some other business today because his practice is not up here. So he's actually going to give me a physical in a Ched boardroom at 3.30. (laughs) (laughs) He's brought all the tools. I don't know if I have to take my pants off. Yeah, you know what? We're going to need more Lysol wipes. Yeah, well... (laughs) Because <laughs> there was that memo that said I had to keep my pants on. So I yeah. don't know awesome. if that included all situations. Maybe you could go into the bathroom to do it or something. Uh, well, there's a thought. But, yeah, so I'm going to get that house. all done. Now, Tuesday, though, because this it's just been ridiculous lately. Our schedules have been so busy, and there's been a number of shows where we both couldn't be here. So I'm trying to avoid that moving ahead. Um, so I'm going to do the surgery Tuesday morning, and then I'm still going to come to work. But they... Because there's nothing about there's nothing about this surgery that's debilitating. It's just you can't see. 
So I won't be able to see, but I will be able to talk. Okay, as long as you can get here and get home. Yeah. Uh, well, I think Carol's going to drive me. I okay. can't drive, so she'll she'll drive me. I'm sure she'll what pick me up. What time is surgery at? I don't know yet for sure, but I had asked that it be the first one of the day, if that's possible at all, and that's typically about nine. So the surgery itself takes six or seven minutes. That's it. It's very quick. But then you do have to wait like an hour, go back and see the surgeon, and then you can go. So I should be done about the time I normally get out of bed. So it should be fine. <laughs> I'm just, and I, I listen, I'm, I'm not asking for sympathy here. I, I, I'm glad to get my vision corrected. It'll be great to be able to see properly again, because this eye has really deteriorated since I last uh, was in to see a doctor. It's, it's just a nerve, for me, it's a nerve-wracking procedure. I just don't like the thought of, because they have to cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We don't need to talk right. about it, because it freaks me out, you just talking about it. yeah. I was talking to a, a gal the other day. We were um, emceeing an event coming up, and we just anyway got in talking about tattoos and needles and that sort of stuff. And she's she's one of these uh, people that even just the mere mention of a needle, mm -hmm. she's like ready to keel right over. So yeah. I, was, I was telling her, I said, well, tattoos don't hurt. I mean, depending on where you're getting them, they don't hurt. And she says, no, no, no. She's like, well, why is everyone always crying while they're getting nah, one? Then no, nah, no. Nah. And she's like, I can't even look at. I can't even look at. Yeah. The needle, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" But it's it's amazing like, uh, what things people forget. Anything with eyes, really. Well, that that exactly. kind of really bothers me. Needles don't bother me. I I like to watch. I'll look away while it's going while they're first putting it in, but then I'm fascinated to to watch it yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Well, so. we all have our own demons, right? I I mean, I've literally seen uh, one of my bones sticking through my skin, and it didn't freak me out. Uh, but the needle to the eye, yeah, to freeze the eye, the, the, all that stuff just, yeah. Sorry, Jay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, you look like you're going to be sick now. Well, no, it's just yeah, it's a little. It's Friday. It is Friday, and it's a short show because, of course, the City Ford Faceoff show starts at three thirty. We're taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. Great game last night. Well, it's always a great game when the Oilers win. So we'll do that uh, Guns N' Roses qualifying name at 320, as we did yesterday. So uh, be tuned in at 320. And if you haven't already registered, it's never too late. Uh, well, actually, it will be too late on March 24th. But you have to go to 630Ched.com, click on Contest, and simply register your name, and then listen at 720, 1020, and 420, except on Oiler Days, <laughs> Oiler Game Days, in which case you'll... Uh, listen at 320. And also, of course, it's Friday. 320. 320. Uh, it's Friday, which means we have Todd Hirsch on today, the contrarian economist. That's right. Yes, he's coming on just after 3 o'clock. So it's going to be okay. it's gonna get busier as the day goes on. Some of the texts coming in, uh, Sheriff says, LOL morning show. Did, did I call this the morning show? Did you? I don't know. That was you, Gina? You played a wrong thing? Oh, oh. <laughs> well, you know, uh, oftentimes people ask us about commercials that we play or music that we play, or uh, we don't always hear that. Just so you know, if, if our headsets are on, otherwise it's very quiet in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. us. I killed it fast. Ah, okay. Oh, right. okay. Not fast enough. Apparently, Cher heard it. W was it Ryan's music or was it uh, Bruce's? I was already in Saturday morning. It was the Alberta Morning Weekend Show. Oh, okay. I oh, wow. Oh. You're wishing time away. I see what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, someone wants to know from Olds, how much for tickets to Physical Friday? <laughs> what's, what's Physical Friday? It's oh. physical. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to buy a ticket to that, quite frankly. 
It's it's a very I, I think it's a keep your clothes on type physical. I think it's blood pressure and I don't know what else they check. They look in your nose, your well, ears. It, it, it depends. I'm I'm sure that, that there's a list. I mean, there's varying degrees of physicals. Sure. I just well, yeah. it's not a full physical. We're not doing anything that. I yeah. Mean, we could leave the door open and the blinds up. I'm sure it'll be just fine. Okay. I hope. I mean, I have my I have limits too. <laughs> well, I think, I think actually your employer has limits and yeah, well, allowed, right in this building. Fair. So that's fair as well. Let's just you know leave it at that. I'm going to avoid. Uh, but yes, here's the other question though. Sure. I mean, and, and you know, not to be you know mothery or anything uh-huh. like that, but you, I'm I'm hopeful that you've been going in for resical, regular physicals. <laughs> you do that, right? Well, that, yeah, that's good that you hope that. Um, yeah, it's good that I hope that, so you're saying that you don't. <laughs> well, I do. I, I don't do them annually, and at my age, I know that I should, mm-hmm. But uh, and, and Dr. Tony's always on me about it, but um, probably once every two years. Pro- probably? Well, within a, you know, I say once a, every three years? a margin of error of a year or two, but yeah, no, I, I, I do. I, I, listen, yeah. I don't like, uh, aside from personal, uh, I don't like doctors. I don't like hospitals, and I, I definitely don't like walk-in clinics. So I, I just try and avoid them at all. But I, if something's wrong, I'll go see a doctor, mm. as I did this morning. <laughs> but again, it was funny because Dr. Dory is my surgeon, and it's just really funny because he was very uh, animated this morning, yes. very friendly, uh, laughing and chatty, which is always great when you get a doctor who's willing to chat with you a little bit because they're typically just so busy. Mm-hmm. But he was laughing uh, after looking at the results of the exam saying, so how have you been not walking into walls? So I obviously left this a lot longer than I should have. Okay. Yeah. All righty. I, I basically have no vision in that eye. Hmm. Am I looking at you right now? I don't even know. I don't know. know. It's weird, though, because your one eye, and Carol and I talked about this, is that your one eye that you had the cataract replacement, Mm -hmm. it shines. Like, it's got a glint to it. And now I'll have two of those. Yeah, which is kind of freaky. I'll put my high beams on, and when I'm on stage, you'll be able to see this sparkle in my eye. People will think I'm happy to be there. <laughs> that guy really enjoys comedy. Hey, look at that. You see the sparkle in his eye. Well, Jensen says hopefully everything works out for your eye. It will. I'm praying for you. So Thank that's, you. It'll, uh, it'll be good. fine. Everything, every, it's a very simple surgery. It's just an uncomfortable one. Yeah, it's, it's a, I would rather be knocked right out for it, but obviously you can't do that with your eye because I think your eyes roll back in your head when you sleep. So. Yeah. So they kind of got to be put in place. Yeah, you have to actually, you know what, after you get the surgery, and that was the other consideration about taking out, uh, doing it on Tuesdays, I have to get on a plane Thursday to go to Vancouver. So, uh, and I'm at a club out there, and I don't want to be running into the walls or stepping off the stage, but I'm told that it'll be fine. But I have to wear an eye patch, which I'm going to take off for the show, because if you're going to wear an eye patch while doing comedy, you'd better have five minutes on eye patches, which I don't. Uh, but the reason for the eye patch is primarily for when you sleep so that you don't accidentally put your thumb in your eye or so something. So you are going to come to work with an eye patch on? I, I likely will, yes. Okay. I'll bring a bottle of Sailor Jerry. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Two pirates in the house. <laughs> hey, I just got my eyes done and everything's bleary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Uh, it's 2.17. Let's take a quick break here. We'll get uh, back on track and uh, move ahead right after this. We should have probably aired that conversation. Uh, hey, listen, you know, it is Friday. We like to have a little bit of fun on Friday. Well, we like to have a little bit of fun well, every we day. Do. 
Uh, you mentioned this story. You'll have to help me out with details when it comes okay, to which stories. One is it? It's it's the uh, obvious uh, oblivious. Sorry, see, my I said I'm sorry, folks. Oblivious landlord signs lease after tenants slip in amusing clause. <laughs> it it struck a chord with me. Basically, what happened was a, a couple entered into a lease agreement. Uh, I would assume for an apartment or something, and the landlord sent the lease for them to sign yep. by email. Yep. And, uh, and I'm guessing it was in Word form, so they in were able Word to edit document it. Document rather than a PDF. Right. So the the <laughs> two tenants, uh, potential tenants, went ahead and altered the contract, signed it and sent it back. The landlord, then not reading the alterations, signed it. And the uh, perhaps you could say the with the additional clause. was was uh, number 16.16, .16, birthday cake. <laughs> the leaser shall provide birthday cake for the leasees on the weekend closest to the birthdays, which are June 7th and February 17th. Vanilla cake is not acceptable. <laughs> and I'll tell you why it just struck a chord with me. It sort of made me laugh. And I probably shouldn't even say this on public airways, but... Uh, first of all, if you do it in a PDF document, I'll just say this. In a PDF document, you can tell, you can lock it so nobody can change it, first of all. But if you leave it open to edit, it will tell you when the document comes back where the edits are. On Word, it doesn't do that. So you would think a landlord would know that, uh, but apparently didn't. The, the reason it struck a chord was that over the years of hiring comics, I've gotten tired of having a comic cancel on me after I've printed the programs or made the posters or whatever. It hasn't happened often. It's only once that or twice, actually, their comic just outright has not shown up after we've promoted that they will be here, and they're all under contract. So this year, we added a, con a contract clause, a contractual clause, that said that if you cancel after signing the contract, um, that the remedy is you have to pay us what we were going to pay you. And that will cover the cost mm -hmm. of us having to change programs yep. or whatever. Well, we deal with, uh, what, 40 comics, probably 20 agents. Yeah. They all signed the contract except one. And one apparently was the only one that, that, read it? that read the contract and phoned me and said, we need to talk about this clause because we're not signing it. And the one agent who noticed it, mine it it actually just i thought okay okay good, good. <laughs> so you actually read these that's that's great that's great uh, it wasn't with regard to my contracts it was with regard to erica Sigurdsson, who were hiring out of vancouver but everyone else agreed and, and i don't think i have any hope of collecting should that be the case because comics don't have any money and it'd be hard to sue them for it and and whatever but i think the same is true here if the landlord does not provide the two birthday cakes for the tenants, they will have to sue. Nobody's suing over birthday cakes. So I think it's contractually probably sound. But, you know, if there happens to be a lawyer that wants to text and tell, I don't, tell you us. Know, here's the thing. I wouldn't Lots of people have rented places in this yeah. in the city. I, I've rented a number of places over over my years. I don't ever remember reading. Sign, no, signing a lease. Oh, really? Signing a document. I don't ever remind uh, remember signing anything. Oh, I've always signed. I've rented much uh, many uh, places over the years. I always sign, and it's funny because you know we talk about on this show and elsewhere. <laughs> about how nobody reads the conditions on software anymore that you just agree to it you yeah. just yeah i accept right and and, it, and we've said that it's well that's the internet right nobody but it turns out no that's just in general i think people are less and less willing to spend the time reading anything including contracts and not that this is a significant contract and it's not going to bankrupt the landlord or anything like that but just odd that does anybody read contracts anymore 
Because I sign them all over the place. I mean, I sign them online all the time. I, sign, I, I take a close look at con, I take a close look at work contracts. Yeah. I'll take a close look at the you know, legal documents and stuff like that. Those things that come up when I'm downloading the next thing from Apple, I don't read top to bottom. No, I don't. Well, and you know what? That's why there's so many lawyers still making great uh, livings because when it comes to uh, some kind of breach of the contract or when you you want to break a contract and that's the first time you actually read the contract, that's when you realize what the remedy is for the the other party if you have to breach the or break the contract. It, it's there's conditions to stuff that you do every day, particularly online. That you have no idea, and and sometimes when you read some of that software stuff, yeah, it says it can share your name, it can uh-huh. share your address, uh-huh. it can send you information, it can, and you just sign it, sign it. You know, I don't mean you, but, I mean but we. How about those ones too? Those waivers of of you, you can't sue in case something happens. The liability waivers, right? I mean, we signed all of those yeah. when we when when Kelsey and I went up to the Arctic there a couple of weeks ago with the military we signed those waivers right but it's true at the end of it all from what I've been told any of those waivers you go parachuting you do whatever you do whatever that you can't hold anybody responsible I'm told I've been told that that's just a bunch of hooey that it's hooey that you can't be held responsible no it's hooey that I can't sue if something happens ah uh, yeah okay well I don't, I don't know. know if that's true or not I'm not a lawyer but I mean, if if I died parachuting because of the fault of the parachute not being packed properly, right. not my own, wouldn't you be able to? Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? I but mean, if but... I've signed a little paper saying that I'm not holding anyone responsible, but I mean, at the end of it all, you expect in good good faith, fa- good yeah. faith that the parachute's going to be packed properly. <laughs> No kidding. The last time I worked for the military entertaining the troops, I had to sign something that said my wife could not sue the military Mm -hmm. should I be uh, injured or killed Mm -hmm. overseas. I don't understand. I just wanted to go overseas. I I don't understand how I can agree on behalf of somebody else that they won't sue. And the last thing I told my wife when I stepped on the plane was, if I don't come back, be sure you sue them. <laughs> Rip up that piece of paper. Yeah, just get rid of that thing. Hopefully it just gets lost among tax well, and returns. I, and I'm guessing that's why there's, you know, lots of lawyers exactly. with lots of gigs. Because yeah. there's someone always willing to challenge something, right? <laughs> and as is always the case when there's a story like this, I almost hesitate to add it, but you almost have to because it's part of the story. It has gone viral. viral. 1.8 million hits on Reddit. And, uh, you know, I still I have got to check out Reddit sometime. I've never been to yeah, the site. Yeah, Oh, no? Yeah. Okay. Did you see, uh, the, uh, just speaking of the other, yes. as we're going to break here, yeah. the other uh, video that went viral. So Tiger Woods just finished yes. uh, uh, helping design a golf course. So they uh, opened it up yesterday. Some <laughs> 11-year-old amateur player gets up, tees off, tees up, um, hits the ball. Tiger Woods is right behind him, gets a hole in one. <laughs> yeah, that's bad news. And Tiger's walking around going, what the? <laughs> <laughs> that's really bad news. This will be one of the most challenging. Oh, the 11-year-old well, just got a, a hole in one. A, it's like an 81-yard hole, but still. <laughs> yes. Still. I mean, the kid got a hole in one first. <laughs> and he's too young to buy around a dress yeah, for everybody. Yeah, exactly. You know what you need to do at that point? I don't golf, but if I was an 11-year-old, hit a hole in one, it was a par three, I'm assuming, yeah. you just uh, pick up that club and drop it. Just do the club drop. Yeah, I'm not playing the rest of this. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> And just a reminder, I'm fighting with yes. the computer. Oh, are you? Uh, we're having a short show this afternoon. Uh, we'll have that uh, qualified name at 3.20 instead of 4.20 today because of uh, the Oilers being in action against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. We also have Todd Hirsch coming up just after 3 o'clock. Um, 
Did you watch any of the debate last night from Detroit? <laughs> or at least the highlights of it? It was hard to watch. I watched parts of it. I followed a lot of Twitter. And then at one point, I actually had to Google Donald Trump. Hands? Actually, I Googled Donald Trump penis because that's what he yeah. it was. That's what yeah. it was, right? Yeah. But I found myself and I thought, did I just do that? Yeah, oh yeah. But I was like... And, and I wasn't just, alone. Just don't I click mean, on but, images. No, 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 no. But I wasn't alone because a zillion of yeah. us who came in a little bit later, like, what, what, what is going on here? It was, you know what? I don't want to spend thought... a lot of time on this, really, unless you do. But I'll just say this. I, I've raised four children. And if any of them behaved as those candidates did last night, I would send them to their room. It, it's just become embarrassing is the is the word i think to to have the world watch these debates and to see who these potential leaders of the free world are going to be one of them's going to be the leader of the free world or oh well, no i shouldn't possibly. say that possibly a candidate to be leader of the free world it was embarrassing to watch and and Trump's refreshing, and as we've said before, in terms of the way he presents ideas and how he speaks and how he doesn't, you know, dress it up. Refreshing is the word. But. Well, but it's gone beyond that now because now we're doing, we're, we're doing penis jokes at, at a presidential debate, candidates debate. It's it's just he's tr- he's trying to play to this room. He's like a amateur comedian. In my mind, he's he's not thinking about the greater audience, which is the world. He's thinking about the people just in that room, and he's encouraged by their laughter. But presidents, I don't think, or, or potential presidents, that's not what they should be going for is the laugh. You know, they should be going for the support of their policies and ideas and their vision. And I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing a whole bunch of, and it's not just highlights. If you watched it... Um, it kept going back to insults and mudslinging and and jokes and and in doing so it became a joke so that's all i have to say on that Okay, that's good because I, I don't want to waste uh, too much yeah. time on on that one today. Interesting conversation going on at the 630 Ched uh, Facebook page today. The Canadian Taxpayers Federation calling for Alberta teachers to take a 10% wage rollback. If you want to weigh in on that, you can go and do so uh, right now. Lots of comments on that. But it, it's Friday. We have Todd coming yep. up. And I, I thought this one could be a little fun. Okay. And, you know, we've all gone through broken relationships. Oh, yeah. We've all gone through, <laughs> you know, and I think people hold on to stuff. Yeah. Or maybe you, you think you've cleared everything out and then you find that you haven't, you know, something pop. Where, where'd that come from? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is something called the Museum of Broken Relationships. <laughs> and it is looking for your stuff. Yeah. It is looking for... Uh, your stuff that you don't want to keep anymore. So it's opening its second location in Los Angeles. It makes uh, art displays from reclaimed relics of failed relationships. And and it's not uh, one of these things where you get to see, um, you know, the clothes that a famous person ripped up uh, when their spouse left. Them. It's all anonymous. They just want your memories of a breakup. And some of the items are so funny. Uh, you can see on their website, one's a, a uh, what's that thing that you had stolen from your house? It's d- uh, a divorce day mad dwarf. Yeah, dwarf they call it. It's a, it's a garden gnome, uh, but it's missing a whole bunch of pieces. <laughs> and, and the idea, I think, being that somebody threw it at somebody. Yep. And uh, one of the other items that's all, that's funny but almost scary is a uh, breakup axe. And this breakup axe, and again, anonymous, we don't know who it was, um, but the individual, the, uh, the, they left. Their, their significant other left. 
and went on vacation with a new boyfriend. Boyfriend, and so uh, was it a girl or a guy? I think it might have been uh, two women. Yeah, the no, an ex axe, which the contributor bought after his girlfriend fell his. in love okay. with someone else and went on vacation. He says, "I went." Uh, crazy. I asked her about her plans regarding her life together. The next day, she still had no answer, so it kicked her out. She immediately went on holiday with her new uh, friend while her furniture stayed with me. Not knowing what to do with my anger, I finally bought this axe to blow off steam. And um, Didn't he each day he in destroyed? In days of her holiday, yeah. every day I axed one piece of her furniture. I kept the remains there as an expression of my inner condition. To, the more her room filled with chopped furniture acquiring the look of my soul, the better I felt. <laughs> now, I'd have to say that she uh, missed a bullet on that. Well, she missed she an axe. Well, she, yeah, she dodged something there. Yeah, she dodged the axe on that one. Now, how mad do you have to be to take an axe to your... X's stuff. And you all hear the stories, and often they're attributed to the women throwing the man's clothes out the, the window or leaving them on the front lawn or whatever. But, I mean, men are crazy, too. Let's be honest. And in relationships, everyone's a little crazy. Well, hey, you know, you're hurting furniture. I mean, that's all you're hurting. So, yeah. I, whatever. If 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 you're going to dump me, if we've made plans together and you can dump I, I I might be able to see, you know, why it's happened. Do you have an item? Um, you know what? I have a downstairs. I have a big, like a trunk, like a steamer trunk. Yeah. That at one point, just you know, from high school and all that. So there's just tons of old stuff in there. I I should probably go through it. <laughs> um, and see what's in there because I think there are still some like love notes and an old mixtape, probably from I don't know Tim Lawrence in grade eleven or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but I I do, but I haven't held on to it because oh it means so much to me i just have never gotten around to to throwing it out but for a long time i had a shoe box full of old love notes really? and that sort of stuff oh I, you should bring those in and read them do you want me to someday? i would love that okay, we could do that someday because it would be it'd be kind of funny but i did in it, it i i've been doing some the the downstairs in our house is, is lovingly referred to as the nexus yeah that's right it was two homes that came together and in a rush and we just it's it's a big junk store down there. And you said the other day that you still haven't taken down your Christmas decorations, so you're not the type to be right on top of this yeah, sort of no. thing. Okay. But I've, I've slowly been making my way and purging stuff and getting <laughs> rid of stuff. But I, the other day I came across um, a whole bunch of CDs, which I've got a couple of my listen, listeners want, so I still have to get in touch with them because they want that. But I came across pictures from my first wedding. Oh, well, uh, pictures is a whole other matter. And then right? well, well, wedding pictures. Wedding pictures of that whole weekend, right? And I and yeah, I kind of looked through a few of them, and it, but it was great to see some really old friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my first dogs was at the wedding, and he's dead now. Do I want to throw that picture out? But there I am in my wedding outfit, but they're and, sparky. And your, your ex is dead to you. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of death that. involved. But then what... <sighs> So you, and I don't hate you. Well, know, it's I a pretty that. big moment in your life that you got married. I mean, it didn't work out the first one. I could put the pictures from the, you know, keep the, keep those and put the divorce party pictures in with there. Did you have a divorce I party? I did. I had a, an, an emancipation of Jay Lynn party. You know, speaking of... Uh, That's really, what it was titled. It was speaking of contracts, as we were in the first half yeah. hour, um, I had a divorce party, and it was out camping with friends, actually with a slow pitch team. And when the final decree came in and I was yeah. divorced, we burned 
um, the marriage certificate, the divorce yep. decree. And then afterwards, uh, I thought, uh, man, I hope I don't need those for anything. You kind of do need to have the divorce oh. uh, agreement. Well, it never came up again, so we're okay. Well, you might want to check. Yes, but you need to have the divorcing to get the next marriage license if you've been divorced. Oh, is that right? You were supposed well, to. Well, I, I did, did get married again. I'm sure it's legal. Let's not look into that. But I just didn't know what to do with old pictures. Yeah. Old pictures, because I love photos. I love photographs, but it was... And so I guess I've kind of, I've held on to that, not for, I, I, is that sentimental? Uh, I don't know. A couple of people, you know, my grandmother's <laughs> pictures of my grandma in there and she's passed away. Mm. You know, my former father-in-law, he just passed away. But they're, you know, people who meant something to me. Sure, but, of course. I don't know. But under those weird? circumstances, though, you're in a wedding dress, so it's a little... Well, it wasn't... It, it, you, you can't wear, display I, them. I didn't wear a wedding dress my oh. first wedding. So. Okay. Well, that's good to know, too. I had uh, Christmas ornaments, like balls that you hang from the tree, um, for years a- after I was married to Carol. And she's, as I've told you before, is always responsible for decorating the tree mm-hmm. and does a marvelous job. And one day I just said to her, oh, that tree looks great, which it always does. And she was like, yeah, I had a hard time sort of taking your old decorations and melding them in with the new ones. And I was like, oh, those aren't mine. Those are uh, Linda's. Um, She just left them. My ex-girlfriend who used to live with me left them in a box in the basement. Uh, Didn't mean anything to me. It's not like I see those and think, oh, there's Linda's decorations anyway um <laughs> and they were gone from the tree within seconds it was uh really, eh? yeah just oh they were linda's boink 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 gone. gone yeah now and here's the other thing one of the wedding gifts i received from my first wedding was still down there and it was oh. from a guy that i used to work with at global in regina and he did like this really beautiful woodworking it was of a horse but Oh. A horse. Yes. But anyway, horse, it was, it was yes. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I dragged that one out. Yeah, of you really did. That was Sorry about that. <laughs> awkwardly long the way you delivered that. But I threw that out. I did throw that out. Aww. The pictures I have trouble throwing out, but that I I got rid of. Huh. I I, I found I'm still a... still using the crock pot. That you got as a wedding yeah. gift? Oh, the crock pots are great and they're expensive too. Um, I did find one day a box somewhere between moves uh, that was the girlfriend before Linda's uh, income tax returns for like 10 years, yeah. a bunch of her personal documents. And, and, and I think Carol wanted me just, well, just throw that out. And I thought, well, you know, she might need those things, but I would have no idea how to get hold of her. So I kind of went through them to see if there's anything that couldn't be replaced. Mm-hmm. So you can always get your income tax returns replaced. Uh, there was no birth certificates for children or anything. Um, but yeah, I don't even know what I wanted to say about that. It was interesting to go through it. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of wish I. A bunch I'd, of my exes as yeah. well had to go through, and I actually got in touch with the sisters. I'd find out if he wants this stuff or not. Yeah, I don't. I, I would have no way of getting hold of that uh, woman, <laughs> and I think she wants it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, anyone out there ever thought that uh, anyone on a talk show would say these words, uh, but there's been an update. Uh, there's been a new development in the uh, uh, O.J. Simpson, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson, and Ronald Goldman case. Now, of course, that uh, dates back to, what, 1994? Yeah. I remember being on the road and watching it like a soap opera. 94, yeah. Yeah, now uh, O.J. Simpson was tried and found not guilty. Of course, we all know that. Um, but now a knife has appeared. And but he's in jail and other stuff He, now, he right? is on uh, fraud with that memorabilia, yeah. f- uh, fraud, uh, assault, and something else. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. He, in 2007, he was arrested in connection with robbery at his hotel right. room, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, that was down in Vegas. 33 years in jail. 
Sentence Is that what he was sentenced years to? years in jail with parole eligibility after nine years. So here's what happened. I, I recall this story back in the 90s where his mansion, his home, had become such a tourist attraction that neighbors were quite upset. And I could have the details wrong on this, but I believe they kind of got together, purchased the property, and had it demolished. Uh-huh. They just didn't want any more tourists. Well, now what's uh, come to light is that according to the LAPD, a police officer now retired was given a knife that uh, those in the demol- demolition crew found when they were demolishing the yeah. the uh, mansion or the house and they gave it to this uh, police officer now he kept it and didn't do anything with it because he felt the case was closed which uh, i find that somewhat questionable the case against oj simpson would be closed but given that he was found not guilty that would leave the case still open because nobody got convicted of the murder so that case would obviously not be closed but they're now testing it for dna blood and hair evidence and they're attempting of course to link it to that murder but I think it's isn't double jeopardy. You can't yeah, they cannot recharge OJ Simpson. Right? With Correct. The same crime. Correct. He's been found not guilty on both counts. He can't be charged again. The civil lawsuit. The civil lawsuit, and that's yeah. that's that, different. That's a different thing, and he was found guilty in that, but um, and you can't retry that. There's been a decision on that as well. So, yeah, it's just uh, sort of interesting. I guess if nothing else, people would like to know the truth. Well, in the latest, and Eileen's uh, probably going to touch on this at the 3 o'clock news as well, but uh, a lawyer who represented O.J. Simpson dismissing these reports the knife is being examined. Um, his name is uh, Yale Gallant, was Simpson's attorney from 2001-2008, but no longer represents him. Mm. He says he doesn't believe the knife, the knife purportedly found at Simpson's former home had anything to do with the murders of um, Nicole uh, Simpson and her friend Ron Goldman. The crime lab is still analyzing the knife, but a police spokesperson says they've not confirmed. And LAPD the story. Is, is trying to be as careful as possible to contain the information. What they're saying is that they have the story as to how the knife came into their possession, but they have no way to determine that that story is accurate. So, so here's the deal: mm-hmm. if 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 a knife. So if a construction worker who was working on the site where there had been a murder. One of the most famous murders, murders in the world. ever. You yeah. know, the crime of the century, they call yeah. it, right? Um, it found a knife that had been buried on the ground. Yeah. And handed it over to a police officer. Right. And said, hey, I found this on uh, the, the Brentwood, California property home, you know, the yeah. home where O.J. used to live. I know. Wouldn't you think that the police officer... Now again, we don't know we don't know all of the right. background, but in the basics that we're hearing, wouldn't you think that the police officer would say, "Well, oh, I'm not going to put this in uh, in a trunk downstairs with my my first wedding photos." Well, doesn't I'm that I'm going to do put it give it to somebody. I know. And doesn't that I mean, obviously that story seems like flaky, but uh, doesn't that bring back memories though? If you watch the if you recall oh. the actual trial, yeah. uh, when, you know, evidence was taken home and then brought the next day and it just seems like the LAPD is this is like the same nightmare over again. Mm-hmm where the handling of evidence is just so sketchy that you it's almost laughable. But that's only if you believe this entire story. Yeah, and again, and as you say, what, what, what police officer would hold on to evidence? Well, I don't know. When you, when you Again, when you go back and you look at some of the, the accusations and what happened yeah. with this one, who knows? Uh, the most confusing case ever, as I recall, when they started introducing all that evidence. I can Does only imagine being a juror. You must acquit. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And that Bronco chase? Do you remember watching Oh, the that slow bronc- motion Bronco that, chase? That was the start of a whole different era when it came yeah. to covering news, uh, you know, 24. Oh. That's right. It was unreal.
It is 2.58, coming up to the 3 o'clock news. On the other side, we'll check in with our contrarian economist, Todd Hirsch. Plus, we have George Thurgood and the Destroyer tickets. And at 3.20, don't miss it, your chance to get qualified for that Guns N' Roses reunion concert in Vegas.